sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. I just noticed that when it cuts from JR going, my God, to the rock going, if you smell that in my head, it goes, my God, what a smell. That's that's what I <laughs> process that as. Now, I wish I was stopping right here. So here's the thing. I, I, I know you're expecting to hear this. Mage. Kind of waiting to get a new intro. I'm not saying I don't love that anymore, but doesn't it feel like it's almost time for a new, 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 new era of cheap heat? I'm okay with it, it I, at this it point. Does. You wait, which one? Wait, SUG, you feel like you want something new. I love this theme. Oh, it's a great more than More than anything. But it does feel like it's time for a new, new era. It's been over a year at least. Oh, using right? What year? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Years of a storm. This is definitely pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. This is this goes back this to is definitely pre-pandemic. This may go back to um, suicidal Jace Rosenberg. I think it goes all the way back there. It goes back to think about it. It goes back to the same time we got this. Right. And so think about it. So the the shout out stat guy Greg also dates it because that's like a, that's not new Roman. That's an old Roman interview. Yeah, yeah, that's very old. But this is that shoot era intro. Let's play that one first. The Fakakta is so good. Today yeah. is the beginning of the shoot era of GP. The only way to have fun is to take the gloves. Screw it. If I offend them, oh well. <laughs> what I am going to do is call it down the line every single week. I know, I I love wrestling. So damn it, I am not giving up the podcast. Oh. Hell no. I'm doubling down and going the other way. Oh my goodness. It, bring it on. By the way, the biggest work in the history of GP. The shoot arrow <laughs> was the work of the millennium. I don't know if it was a work in my mind. Like in my mind, I meant it. I meant everything I said. I wasn't working at WWE anymore. The gloves are off. Enough is enough. And then meanwhile, Dipperstein, like playing me like a marionette, lifting the strings, making sure I never burn a bridge, the agent of the cinch. So essentially, the shoot arrow was nothing. It was the same podcast it had always been. I th What was it? The only difference was we had Cody Rhodes on once. <laughs> <laughs> the ratings pop big though. We got a ra big ratings pop. Got Cody on for a big like hour and a half interview. Besides that, it basically was always the same show. And uh, look, now everything's back where it's supposed to be. It's beautiful, and we're still doing. We're still talking about everything going on in wrestling across all promotions. And uh, you can still catch me this Sunday on the WWE Extreme Rules Kickoff Show, streaming live on the WWE Network on Peacock. I look. I love so excited about going to Columbus, Ohio this weekend. Should I just come? If you want to, to Columbus, Ohio, you want to do something crazy? How long is the flight? You think from LA to Columbus? 
do you need another geography lesson? Do you know where it is? <laughs> that is a great point. Come wow. on. Do you know do you know what you're signing yourself up for? You're then? immediately <laughs> shooting on me. We just started. Oh yeah. Well, it, I just uh, make sure you, you know what you're know signing yourself up for. Huh? There wasn't there wasn't a lot of excitement in Peter's Columbus, Ohio. So I want to make sure you know what you're signing yourself up for. I know I'm you hurt. as a man of taste, you have certain standards. That is true. Just just find it on the map and make sure you know what you're signing yourself up for. I'm, I'm very I'm very excited this week because I was told by Peter Rosenberg that there was some positive Dipperstein mail. There's well and, and negative. I I, oh, no, I, <laughs> I should I should tell you. There's also the mixed bag of the there's also right. negative dip. Dip had a really hard time with uh, the the negative mail last week. Dip, that was tough for you. Yeah, I saw my therapist. Um, it was I did an extra long ninety minute session with my therapist, and um, yeah, yeah, it is what hey, it is. Extra thirty? I'm kidding. I don't have a therapist, but if I had a therapist, I would have spoken to or him or her about the incident. Because I felt very bad. I, By the way, I did it, sit in the garage and cry a few times. This is week. is there anything crazier than the fact that Dip Dipperstein doesn't have a therapist? A thousand percent. Oh, by the way, this is perfect. Do you, if you want a nonstop flight, oh, hold on, that's LAX. Let me do all Los Angeles airports because LAX is not. They don't even is give you LAX an option. Is a nightmare. Well, Spirit is the only option, and if I know I'm anything not. about Dipperstein. I have flown Spirit, but I'll fly it only to Vegas. By the way, That's though, fair. by the way, it's a four-hour flight, dude. Ugh. It's That's too far. Really? Don't put yourself through that, especially on Spirit. Lo- lost, yeah. yeah, you can't do Spirit. Now, listen, if there was a JetBlue, if there was a, the, if there was an Alaska, what if there was an Alaska? By the way, you don't, you don't always get a nice JetBlue plane. I have recently flown on JetBlue and I felt like I was sitting in a plane from 1996. Yeah, I mean, it's we not, still love JetBlue. We uh, still love JetBlue. Love JetBlue, but no, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, by the I way. Was, it was coach. I was sitting coach in a plane and like, you know, I'm not saying there was like a phone in the back of the seat, but like, you know, you know when you, you, you reach your hand up and you see like these old, the old, uh, you know, buttons for the, for the, the oh, stewardess yeah. to come or like you see the- You have an ashtray. <laughs> Then I strike. There's people just lighting cigarettes. No one's saying anything to uh, anyone. My dream flight. The seats are cloth. You, no, can't, yeah. you don't even get the leatherette seats. I know. I, I had a tough decision to make because I'm uh, Natalie and I are going to be making a trip to the Los Angeles area over the Christmas holidays. And I'm booking flights. And I it's you know how I told you guys I never want to go back out of first class. I'm like, I'm so in on first class. I never want to leave. I feel you on that, though. It's these are, but these are where it's impossible. These are where you're talking about a three hundred dollar ticket or a twenty two hundred dollar ticket. You know, it's It's like, well, that's unless you're rich, that's not worth it. Unless you're literally money's never an object. How do how can you justify in your brain an extra nineteen hundred dollars? Well, what what I've done has been has been worthwhile and uh, mostly successful is I've just booked the regular ticket and then upgraded to first class like the day of for like 200 bucks. Yeah, well, I've done that. But you can, you don't really, you can't really It's do a that risk that though because if, if, if the first class is not available and it's, and by the way, I got, new, I got news for you. Christmas week, New York to LA, you're not upgrading to first class for 200 bucks. 
Different ball game. They're, that's not how that's it goes. That's true. You, that's true. That you're, upgrade. You're, they're keeping that upgrade right there up till the last moment at uh, fifteen hundred <laughs> or something. Anyways, a uh, lot to get to from the world of professional wrestling, which is the sport that we cover here on the program. Um, SGG, anything going on outside the ring? I say that rhetorically because, of course, I know that the answer is a thousand percent. Oh yeah, AEW and Uh-oh. the Owen Hart Foundation Uh-oh. announced that they're entering into a partnership that will see Owen Hart um, be featured in action figures, uh, video games, oh yeah, merchandising, oh yeah, uh, for the first time in in many many years. I know he was, I believe he was in a video game. I think it was one of the Legends of Wrestling video games, but this is obviously going to be so much bigger than that on a much more grand scale they announced a tournament that was going to be named after him um the owen hart cup that was going to be given to competitors and i'm not going to lie i'm looking forward to um an owen hart action figure i mean sgg let's just be honest be real with yourself for a second you have to be pleased by this sgg yes yeah, you can't not. You can you can't No, you could try. We could see you contort yourself upside down, inside out to Hey, find maybe you one. can try. Maybe you can try. But honestly, I've saw some who's the point to see I, really. Some people try to make this about you know a WWE versus AEW and make this sort of put this in that space. How but this honestly is is bigger than that. It is bigger this than is bigger that. than that. No, this I, is way yeah. bigger than that. This is not I a part agree. of some petty competition. That um, was like one this of is just fun. made, and this is this is honoring the legacy of a guy that people have loved during his career, and they, they never stopped loving him. And people been waiting for for something like this to be done. So this should be this should be of all the things that could unite wrestling fans. This should be one of those things. I have very mixed feelings about it. Do I think it's great? Yeah, I have nothing bad to say about it. But I, it's so awkward to me that this is not being done by WWE. And I, I like, like, and I know it never has, and it never will. But like, it just seems, it seems so awkward to me that this is not, you know, this is going to be done on a show that none of the hearts are wrestling on or ever have, or you know what I mean? It's just, you know. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough to see how they do it with no footage and none of the none of those things that that could only add to it. But um, the fact that they've been given the opportunity, though, this might be controversial. But like, is it a little pandering? Pandering in what way? I think to, to, pandering, I don't like the word pandering to marks. I don't that, like the like, word pandering, though. I don't like the word pandering. Why people? Why the, like, the right wingers who hate me call me Peter Pander all the time? Right, and it's like because when you when you're in a certain space. You have to do things that can be sort of reduced to pandering, right? Politicians have to get votes, so they have to appeal to people. And then at what point does appealing to people cross the space into pandering? You know, they're, they're, I don't know where that line is. So like, for me, calling this pandering feels a little much. Because, I, I, again, I don't know where that line is. Maybe you're right. I just feel like it's – it just feels awkward to me that AW superstars and Tony Khan and everybody, whoever, whoever they end up pulling to be a part of this is like 
it's like a brand new wrestling program and like it just there's no there's no history there and it's like they're just gonna start honoring owen hart like that i don't know i it's i'm 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 here for it i losing owen hart was one of the most emotional things like ever for me like that was a a horrible thing as a fan and as a fan of his for years but like and you met him he was a great guy it seems very odd to me that they're gonna be the ones to okay let me let me let me let me put what you're saying into a into a I'm trying to articulate it, but yeah, I'm having I'm a, trouble. I'm an articulator professionally. This is what I oh, do. Yeah. Are you, you should consider a career in professional broadcasting. So it's I don't think it's pandering. I don't think I don't think the motivations are are unpure. I think it's a good thing to do. Um Martha Hart is probably never she may be the one person who's never going to at this point make good with WWE. At least it seems that's possible. Um Owen Hart should have a home somewhere. All of those things are true. Um, and so for that, that's great. Um, and I'm and I'm all supportive of it and for it. And simultaneously, I understand your reluctance in terms of it's just it's just uh it just feels weird. Like not only is it not with WWE, but it's with a promotion that didn't exist when Owen was alive. There's no actual connection to Owen Hart, um, you know, and and wa- listen, the bottom line is this. It's one of those things that you say, kudos, that's good. I'm glad it happened. But for whatever reason, it would have felt better to all of us if somehow the WWE and Martha Hart buried the hatchet and this was with WWE. That's where it should be. It's it's I'm not blaming her. I'm not even blaming them at this point because I don't know exactly the details of how things were supposed to go. Or um, obviously, we know the the how horrific the accident was. But in terms of how everything else played afterwards, who it's 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 he said she said. But this would obviously feel better, more important, and more appropriate if it had happened with WWE. Is that how? Was and that? that was perfect. And that's exactly what I meant. And I wish that we were doing this at the Hall of Fame this year to commit like a, a, you know, whatever anniversary it is of it. Like, I think they should like wait for an, they should have waited for like an, they were going to do anything. They should wait for an anniversary that would felt appropriate of his death and then sort of, you know, put him in the Hall of Fame and then had all the, all the surviving hearts up, up there and all the people that whose lives he touched, who he was close with and just sort of like had this amazing, you know, WrestleMania moment. And that that kind of, and listen, maybe that possibility's not over still, because um, no one knows what the trajectory of AEW is going to be. By the way, right. do, do you think AEW is going to do the Fakakta thing TNA did when they started their Hall of Fame like eight years into existence? <laughs> that I the TNA I Hall of Fame drives me, me. It it drives me insane. I if hate AEW. the TNA Hall of Fame. I just want to be clear. I've never said this before. I've never said it out loud. I hate the TNA Hall of Fame. There is no Hall of Fame for TNA. Now, listen, there are amazing wrestlers who did the best work of their career in TNA. And I give them, I give Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and 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 Christian Cage did amazing stuff there. And many others, Kurt Angle, many others did amazing stuff there. But for it to have a Hall of Fame implies that TNA's actual imprint was much bigger than it was. 
I, I just yeah. can't. It's just every time I hear it, two-time Hall of Famer, WWE and TNA. I'm like, really? All right. You want to, you want me to put him in the cheap heat Hall of Fame? What are we doing here? Well, that, that if, was if AEW and Tony Khan, if they're as smart as you know people say they are and as savvy as they are, they would honestly use the weight of their resources to get behind the actual Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame and then bolster their imprint that way. Right, just partner mm. with the one that's not WWE, but that also has been honoring wrestlers from every era for just about as long as WWE has been doing theirs, probably longer. And then funnel some of your AEW guys in that way. That's have, a, that's a have good MJ thought. Nut somebody, have people, you know, like really, Cauliflower Alley. Yeah, have them really bolster that one. Give them more national exposure, especially if they're if they're gonna take up the banner for pro wrestling. While WWE is marching steadily down the path of we're the sports entertainment guys, partner with the pro wrestling guys who have been in existence and show that you have that respect for the history versus, like you said, on year three, AEW Hall of Fame, <laughs> CM Punk, because it just doesn't make any sense. That, yeah, that, I hope that doesn't happen. That's a really, that's a really good thought that you just had. I appreciate what you just came up with there. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate, now, but I appreciate are we, you saying that. Are we talking about Cauliflower Alley? Are we talking about... There's, there's two. There's a pro wrestling hall of fame in, in Texas. Um, That's an actual real place that started in 2002. And I'm about to create one at Dipper Lago right now. There's oh, going to be a third. Ma- that is mage. That's, that's something people are excited about, by the way. Yeah. Um... <laughs> With first inductee, the warlord, of course. Yeah, he's in first. Warlord is number one. And then the the National Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum uh, in Iowa. Either way, I I hear what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I think either one they could. What year will you go in? Do you think? It's a great question. Probably soon. I wonder I wonder how far I have to make it like outside of 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 my current career like what level I'd have to make it to before they go we got to put him in the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. I mean you're a champion. Great so that count. already puts you ahead of a lot of people great, in the, the like how many championships has a great manager, great announcer, but how many championships has Bobby Heenan won? I don't think he has any. Paul Heyman. Heyman doesn't have any championships. It's a no, great point. Uh, not only that, it, all, all these guys. Not only that, we also know that I have my um, my own theme song already that I came up with. We all remember the Nipsey song. Oh yeah. Be a real moment. All right, Ashley, what else is going on? Come on. The Miz was announced for Dancing with the Stars. Big. Um, I did not. I did not see his performance. I taped it. Did you? <laughs> How yeah. did you do? Did you watch it? I, I haven't watched it. Yet. I'm going to watch it today. I am going to watch like it. Break. And yeah, I'm going to vote for The Miz as many times as they'll have me. I mean, why not? I love The Miz. Like you said, great guy on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, he's going to have to dance his way, and and his ability is going to have to take him a little bit, but. We, as the fans, can also give him a little bit of a bump. So, you know, throw your vote to the Miz. He's dancing and dancing. He's dancing up a storm. Confirmed. 
Now, this this last story, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how deep I want to get into this one. Well, don't worry. Dip's not going to let you get but deep into it at all. We we have to at least mention that there has been a lot of fallout from the latest episode of The Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plane ride from hell. Tommy Dreamer lost all of his jobs. He's been suspended indefinitely um, just because of a lot of the, the accusations and allegations that were made mostly lobbed at the legend, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Although it seems like that publicly, the, the, the bigger fault this week seemed to be for Tommy dreamer. Yeah. So he, far. He, he seemed to have the ultimate fallout from this. <laughs> yeah. So far, which is, which is crazy because I don't think he, was he even on the flight? Don't remember if he said that or not. I can't recall. Um, Full transparency. It's an interesting episode. Uh, If you enjoy that show, it's certainly worth. uh, It's an episode that's certainly worth watching, like the rest of them. Can't see. I see a whole lot of upside to us going into detail to break down this episode, um, except to say that it's certainly worth watching and coming to whatever conclusions you want to come to about it. And it's funny you say that, like, uh, if you enjoy that type of show, because honestly, I I don't. I've said this here. Um, I watched the first couple episodes and I saw instances where, you know, they presented things that I knew were false and that a basic level of fact checking would have proven false. And they presented it as as fact. So, you know. I I don't really take too much of what I see on Dark Side with much more than a grain of salt, but there is a there's a lot of fallout coming from this. So watch it, jump to your, make your you own. You know what's messed up about the uh, Dark Side of the Ring series? What happened to our guy Damien, who did the wrestlers show on Vice? Isn't that what set off the entire Vice wrestling thing? Was that show I the wrestlers? So, and that was a that was a good show. It was a like great the, show. The catch, I watched it recently again. Episode. It was the wrestlers was like the the you know what the wrestlers was the wrestlers was when Viceland actually had a feeling of what the channel was still and that channel felt like Vice. That's what the wrestlers was, and like and and dark and dark side and this isn't to disparage the most recent episode at all. Just generally speaking, the feel of Dark Side is one that's like a you know cheapy entertaining and informative at times but reenactments and very sort of salacious that that is what they've gone for they completely abandoned the wrestlers which was like a really proper doc style show and and damien i thought was a great host this is interesting sg you probably you might not have this yet did you see uh, daniel bryan's post on instagram no uh, i saw his article on the players tribune i didn't get to read it yet but the the headline is thank you wwe yeah, Daniel Bryan wrote an article on the Players Tribune. Um and he he talks about he, I'll skip to the second paragraph. He sets up how he has his big match tomorrow in Queens, etc. And then he says, "But if I'm honest, excited is only part of what I'm feeling right now. Life has a way of being a little more complicated than that, you know? So as I approach this moment, before this next part of my career gets fully underway, there's something I need to express." Thank you, WWE. Thank you to the incredible superstars with whom I've shared both the ring and the road. Um, for Savate Kick Saturdays and locally roasted coffee. I don't know what the first part means. I apologize. I'm not a wrestler. For being family. Be 
for being family when we're away from family, for making me look good when I didn't feel good, for deep conversations and pointless debates, for making me laugh both in the best of times and the worst, for all the small things that make life as a wrestler just a little bit more fun. Thank you to the many people behind the scenes. The crew in WWE is amazing, from the folks operating the cameras to those in catering, from the producers to talent relations. Thank you to the production team, who always put together such amazing packages and are such an underappreciated part of the stories we tell. I know that's right. Thank you to everyone involved <laughs> in creative for accepting me into the group, for sharing with me the lessons you've learned, and for the fun times we had talking about wrestling and non-wrestling subjects alike. It's a difficult job writing and producing WWE television, and I'm consistently blown away by your ability to make a seamless production out of such chaos. Thank you to the big man, who I know hates to be acknowledged. I won't say much. Ryback? I'm sorry? Oh, no, Ryback's the big guy. <laughs> the big <laughs> the big man is somebody else. <laughs> no, I'm in the middle of a touching part, SUG. This is you. I just got to the biggest part of the whole thing, and you have to come make a Ryback joke? Gosh darn it. I'll start again. Thank you. Thank you to the big man, who I know hates to be acknowledged. I won't say much, but thank you for the conversations, the life lessons about what about both what to do and what not to do, and the best hug I've ever received. I wish more people could see you how I see you. Wow. Dip no sold that, by the way. Yeah, he didn't even pay attention to it. Um, I, I, you're talking about Vince McMahon? <laughs> that was Vince McMahon. <laughs> okay. Hold on. You don't think all, all we're going to get, all we're going to get from you is a, talking about Vince McMahon? Daniel Bryan of all people saying, I wish people could see you how I see you. That's, that's a lot. That's a big deal to me. When mm -hmm. you think, when you think about who loves Daniel Bryan, right. And the way most of those people view Vince McMahon, hearing Daniel Bryan say, I wish people could see you how I see you is pretty fascinating. On the eve of what he's calling his the biggest matchup of his career, I put it just he's proves. supposed to be selling a fight for the other company. By the way, I don't know if he knows this, but it just proves that we know nothing. We know nothing. Yeah, yes, <laughs> because you know it's always been reported and discussed. The innuendo is always that he never got Daniel Bryan, mm -hmm. and that he never understood him, and mainly because of his stature. Yep. And that he was never going to achieve the greatness that he did achieve as a result of that. And that Instagram post just proves that we don't know anything. <laughs> I, We've been worked a thousand percent. And guess what? I, as you know, during my experience at WrestleMania this year, I don't know anything. That's correct. <laughs> it's, it's, but I know everything. You, you hear people. You hear people say this stuff over and over and over again without actually knowing anything. And, you know, Daniel Bryan was given the opportunity to run with the ball for this company. You know, the, 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 he's the guy. And they probably offered him a good amount of money to stay. And he decided the right thing was to go. So um, you can read the whole thing on the Players' Tribune, but props to Daniel Bryan. Um, and, you know, listen, that, that's one of the cool things about the stage. Like, I don't think AEW is not the place that's going to get upset about him taking this moment to thank a, uh, WWE before he moves on.
Um, I think they're good with it. I think they know it all brings attention to them. Um, that was neat. That was neat. I didn't even get to the end. He, who knows? I wonder. There's obviously. I wonder if there's a part you would think where he talks about. There's more. Oh yeah, I loved my time in WWE. Needless to say, it changed my life. I met my wife, had unbelievable experiences, and made great friends. Some of you I may see again, and I hope that I do. But these last two years have taught us not to take that for granted. So I just wanted to tell you all how much you've meant to me. I'm grateful that you allowed me into your lives and that you came into mine. I'll cherish these memories forever. Thank you for reading, and most of all, thank you for caring. Sincerely, Brian Danielson. He's a great guy. What a guy. <laughs> um, there's a, here, I skipped a paragraph that's good, too. Hold on. And last, but certainly not least, thank you to the WWE fans. You pushed my career to new heights, heights that I never would have reached for on my own. Thank you for cheering me enthusiastically into the main event at WrestleMania 30. And thank you for booing me vociferously against Kofi at WrestleMania 35. Thank you for crying with me when I was forced to retire. And thank you for celebrating with me when I was cleared to compete. Thank you for hijacking that show in Seattle. The last time my dad ever got to see me wrestle. He signed his first autograph that night. Buddy Danielson, Daniel Bryan's dad. <laughs> Mage. Thank you for the moments that I will never forget. Moments where I can just close my eyes and feel the goosebumps all over again. I hope you'll continue to follow me in AEW, but I completely understand if you don't. You've given me more than enough, more than I could ever repay. Thank you for all of it. Man, thank man, you to man. Peter Rosenberg. For I, being that so was man. the one. That was the one thing I was waiting for that I never got. That's awkward. That's that's odd. But thank you. Considering how made you are, do you think I should just text him with "hello?" Question <laughs> question marks. <laughs> yeah. Or no, just what about me? What about Peter? No. What about me? He'll respond. Who's this? It's Peter Rosenberg, by the way. And you know what he'll say? Hey, Peter. Because <laughs> you know I a great guy. He is a great guy. The Daniel Bryan story of, of coming to WWE, being the guy that he was, you know, finding this amazing wife who is like sort of the embodiment of all things pop WWE. Like the fact that he married Brie Bella is such an amazing sort of underrated part of the story almost. You know, it's like, it's it's like the dude from Revenge of the Nerds marrying the hottest girl in the sorority instead of committing what many believe to be sexual assault on her in the film. If instead yeah. he married, like that's what he is. Like he's almost Revenge of the Nerds marrying the hottest girl in school. With all due respect to Daniel Bryan. He's not actually a nerd, he's a cool ass dude. But the role he played in that company, this tiny, undersized, indie nerd, vegan, no drugs, no alcohol. like Especially early on, too. Especially early on. Before he had his swag. Because he got his swag up. He found his Seattle coffee-drinking, farmy swag. Daniel Bryan eventually found it. But at first, 
He was, as my old co-host Kay Fox used to say, swagless. <laughs> so shout out to Daniel Bryan. That's It's a pretty historic run. That's how I felt like in, when I was at Maryland and I worked at the college radio station and I started dating a Tridel. I was Daniel Bryan until she dumped me five <laughs> months you later. You felt like the revenge of the news. <laughs> I, I, she said she dumped you five months she later? Died, yep, she dumped me five months later. And then wow. I went from... You know, Daniel Bryan to like. Go ahead. Throw one out there. Throw an ultimate jabroni out there because that's what it felt like. <laughs> no. I was no I longer. I was <laughs> I was no longer Daniel Bryan. I was. You were Urkel. Don't say Urkel. I was trying to find the wrestling comparison. I was I was Barry. O. you know, oh, not I, even Barry. Horowitz. I was I was Iron Mike Sharp. I wonder how much my Iron Mike Sharp shirt is worth now. A few hundred bucks. I don't know. That, that shirt is very, first of all, it fit nobody but you. It's all obscure, too. How it much is, did you pay for it? I, get, I, pay I, I gave it to him. Uh, I did not pay much for it. I saw it I, I saw somewhere. I, someone sold it to me for not that much. It's like an Iron Mike Sharp's wrestling school shirt from the 80s. It's pretty major. I'll never get over what you did with this thing all over. We shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> What'd you do with? It? No, I don't say it on air. Just don't say it on air. It's let's just say this. It's tragic. It's no longer with. It sounds me. tragic, but it's part of me having something else that I can actually wear. Okay, so it was a trade. And 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 and, 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 and in defense of myself, the price that dip paid for it at the time while still a lot of money is legitimately a quarter of what it costs what it costs now the market has gone so insane all right we got to get we got we've been doing this for what a half hour we have not gotten to any actual wrestling um from the last week so where do you guys want to start dip was there anything on uh do we talk we already what, what day did we do last week tuesday tuesday so we didn't get to talk about um, anything from AEW last Wednesday. I enjoyed I enjoyed the main event. Um, I, I got to say, I, I really enjoy the Mox-Kingston tag team combo. Big fan. I'm a big fan of utilizing them that way. And then eventually re-getting to Mox-Kingston again down the line, which is where I would hope they would go eventually. You want like, them to break up and then go back to the feud? Well, because they basically had a mini feud here, right? It was just Eddie right. Kingston showing up and and jumping into a match. And then they immediately, you know, had the terrible explosives moment where they bonded. And then we're back <laughs> right. to being friends. And now they've been friends for way longer than they were enemies. That was only, what, a month? Yeah, like it was that. a quick little, it was a quick, like you said, it was a quick feud to a, to a big match to... I just dig it, and I got to tell you, I enjoy the wild thing entrance for Moxley. I don't know if we've mentioned that yet. I have not. We have not. Um, the highlights for me, I, here, here's what I'll say. Um, Alistair Black's entrance is mage. Yeah, it is. Um, MJF's promo was the highest level. I'm trying to remember and, what the difference was. What did he do this week versus the week before? The week before, um, didn't he get at Aunt Linda? 
Yeah, he got an Aunt Linda and he and he and, he, and the pregnant wife and, and Brian. It was Pil- just him. It was like a Pillman. It was a it was a it was a sh- it was like a promo. Oh oh, oh oh! This was when he said, "Let me talk to your dad, Brian Pillman." And he yeah. looked up to heaven, and then he said, "No, and no, no!" And he looked down and started talking to hell. That was Mitch. <laughs> yeah, and um, I will say with something negative, I don't love Adam Cole's new gear. There's something yeah. off about the gear. I don't like the color. The- they need to they need to scale like uh redo the jacket. I think the jacket is what's because it fits him too big it almost. It's like let me say another thing. I like Dan Lambert, but he's somewhat going too far now. <laughs> too too far. He's I mean, like just crossing the line into like, oh okay, buddy. What do you wait, hold on. In terms of the content, what he's saying is yeah. inappropriate? No, not like in a, it's not inappropriate. It's but like the it's mix, just like enough. Like, are you just saying enough is enough? No, I'm not. I, I I'm I'm nervous about what he's going to say in kayfabe. But I um now he's talking about like he's like you wrestling fans are going to watch these little these these short you know tiny little guys like he's like he's oh like he's, he's, he's he's borderline burying the product. Yes, got it. Yes, it's like just crossing the line into burying the product, and I but think the, it's a. But he's he's product. on the show though, so eventually he can get his comeuppance. Though it's not like Cornette. Well, he's, he's basically playing. He's basically playing Cornette, but he's actually a Cornette that they can punch in the mouth. Right. He's sort of point. playing Cornette. They're just adding MMA fighters to the ring every single time he comes out and does a promo. If they can just so, do me a favor though, and if they want to make one decision that would be better than ones we've seen previously. Keep the MMA people just with Dan Lambert. Do not send them out on their own to start being AEW people. I'm I'm good. I'm just good. Here's another thing, another another idea. I think WWE needs to poach Jade Cargill. What are your thoughts? They they had her, didn't they? Wasn't she? Did they? I mean, Mark Henry discovered her. Yeah, I think they might have had the first opportunity. She looks amazing. She's an awesome in ring performer. Um. Listen, I, 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 I think she's going to be awesome. Still think she has a little ways to go. Yeah. Um, and I'm worried. I just think they, she's getting set up, in my opinion, to have like the monster match moment. And I could see a world in which she's not ready for it. Okay. Yeah, this world. The one that we're in right now. Yeah, this is the one. It's not no, but, in another dimension. But she somewhere. hasn't had the match yet. She hasn't had like that spot of like, we're going to put her in with Britt Baker for the title on a pay-per-view. And you're like, like, like they basically the, set her up for squashes most weeks. That's basically and the, that's what I'm going to say. The good news for her is that they have time to get to that point. Right. And so in that time, she gets more reps and she sort of finds herself and who she is in the ring. So she will be ready for it. But yeah, if that moment were to come in the next month, it would not be a moment. It would be a moment we remember for all the wrong reasons. By the way, happy birthday to a friend of everyone on the program, Wale. Oh, happy birthday, Wale. Fellow Virgo. Big fan. Great the grand guy. finale of Virgo season. Big fan. Great guy. Don't know if you know this, have, uh, if you're familiar with this, but uh, he did this. Have you ever heard this? We all want to go big. Then say that. Ho! Yeah, boy. We do. 
insane. Big as big could ever be. So big, better back for peace. Pipe down, might awake the beast. Then my name coming out your mouth. Better watch what you say about me. And my name better do it in the streets. Words that are wise. And what about this? Down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all your kids and you bust. Down yeah. south slanging, rolling with these hustlers. Yo, I had no idea that Harry Fraud did the NXT theme. <laughs> Neither did <laughs> I. I enjoy, how'd you guys like uh, NXT 2.0? Oh, wow. Are we going there? <sighs> did did yeah. you watch? Did anybody see it? I watched it. I did. I, I'll tell you this. They got me to tune in. Got me to tune in. Nice. Um, I did not like the theme, the look of it. I like the song. That that was that was high on my list of things from uh, NXT 2.0. It felt like a Saturday, like a Saturday show that we would grow up watching, like one of those. Saturdays, there is a little like, bit of that. That's, a, that's how a, bright it was. It was a it was a departure from like the smoky, dark rooms that we're used to NXT competing in, and it felt like one of those Saturday night. The Saturday night shows. Yeah, I know what you're saying, like a 605 TBS type of deal. Or a, yeah, it was like bright, and it was like you can see the whole audience, and it, it felt like a studio show. What do you versus, think? What do you, you think, know, Dip? Throwback to an arena. Um, I am totally cool with introducing a new crop of wrestlers, and I didn't hate the ones that they introduced. But if it's just going to be, if you're not going to bring them in as part of storylines to make them compelling to watch then there is no point in bringing them in. I don't need to see a couple of body slams and some, some, you know, some, some moves that make no sense in a ring. And, you know, like, I don't even know what I'm saying. I just, I don't need to see regular matches with wrestlers. I don't know. If you're going to bring them in as part of a story, I'm down. Nothing. I love introducing new characters and new wrestlers, but you can't just have them show up and just have a match. And that's that. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if they win or lose. So as long as the story is compelling, they need to they need to tell stories on NXT. If they're not going to do that, no one will watch. I can almost ensure that. That's how, how I felt. About how it. Was, I didn't hate it. Fine. You didn't hate it, but you didn't love it. No, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It was like a nothing to me. I, I had it on in the background and, you know, I ate my words on Champa because I said last week that they were burying him. But now he's the champion. But I mean, <laughs> frankly, who else do they have? They have him, Johnny Gargano, and you know Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, Mage, big fan. I like who they have. Don't get me wrong. They're and wild. listen, Walters, Braun Breaker. In one night, I gotta say, I'm a big fan. Yeah, um, he I looked great. He, sh- he should have kept the Steiner name somehow. Rex Steiner sounds great. Braun Steiner sounds great. Braun Whatever. Breaker. I guess I'll take it because I have to. The name is not going to change. So. This conversation is pointless, but from an in-ring standpoint, and even on the mic and those little promos that they trusted him to do backstage, I'm sold on him. Yeah, I'm sold on him as his look and his performance was fine. But like, you're sold. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be sold if they make him an interesting character. But you just want to see him wrestle? Like, you, you could go, you could go to any, you can go to a, a high school gym and watch Ron Breaker. I mean, they did they did enough to make him an interesting character, right? It's his first night on the show. What was the character? Uh-uh. He challenges L.A. Knight. That's a character? He's very explosive in the ring. And then the last thing we see of him is he's staring down the champion. Not a character. His, char- his character, not a character, but that's a story that he's going to be now chasing Tommaso Ciampa. 
for the championship. Again, that goes back to my my biggest issue with how you view wrestling is that you just think about the, think that the title is a storyline. It's not. It is. I mean, listen, it was it, it you said this last week, so there's no need to rehash this, right? It's fresh. We've never seen it before and this was enough for you for Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega for tomorrow night. I mean, the same standards should apply to Braun Breaker. I mean, they have dude, as much of a story as what's SCG, going on over there. You really think that real quick. You think Daniel Bryan and Braun Breaker deserve the same same rules? I just I'm just asking for consistency. Keep the energy cuz it doesn't even have to be Daniel Bryan and Braun Breaker, right? It could be two other people on AEW. It could be Will Hobbs, right? Will Hobbs and somebody. Will Hobbs is getting CM Punk soon and it's it's enough, right? Because we just want to see these things and we're giving them a chance to be fleshed out. But I think what he's shown us has been captivating. That's my point. What he's shown us in that one day has been captivating enough to at least see where the story goes and not just but, say but in can't see the end game, it's not worth it. In defense of uh, Dipperstein's point, though, all of that can be true and there still doesn't mean there's any character that was there. How would you define well, what because, is... Well, how about this? What's his character? characters and stories what, for me to tune into wrestling. What, like, I don't need to watch a match. But the this easy, is the, the the easy problem, question right? is, this what's is the, what's his character, though? Just what is this it? Is the dis- this is the disconnect that we're having, though, right? Because we grew up in the era where everybody had a job to be a wrestler, right? We love Duke the job. Doink, Doink, Doink was a clown. Duke was a garbage man. Adam Bomb was a nuclear experiment gone wrong. I really... Actually, I don't know what Adam Bomb's thing was, but he had cool gear decent music and then he performed in the ring now with the way they're doing nxt right now and they're moving away from indie guys who had these characters on the indies and they could sort of like tweak it and and do something with it they've already said that they're going to be looking for former athletes who just want to go in the ring and unfortunately not only is that his character but that's going to be a lot of these new guys thing right they're going to drop them in the ring and let them go that's not what they said they said they're looking for characters they did not say that. He said they that they said they're moving away from indie guys and they're going to be looking for talent in other areas. Now, that means bodybuilders, models. I thought they said they're looking for big characters. I think that so was that's what they're going to be trying to do. They're going to be trying to turn people into pro wrestlers. So they've already established that that's the direction they're going in. And they, a brand new, fresh Adam Rose type of character or like a No Way Jose or something like that out of the gate may not be something that we're going to get. Because they're moving in a different direction. So us complaining about them not doing what we're used to is sort of pointless because they already said they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. That ship has sailed. I am I'm I'll give it some time with NXT and I'm I'm fine. You know, I like a lot of the lot of the care a lot of the um superstars on there. I'll be honest, like we spent we spent too much time on NXT two For my liking, yeah. I would say already this is too much time. I'm just I'm just being honest with you. Give me, give me some time, and is there a reason to to, to be there? Okay. Right now, um, I, I... You didn't even talk about the mage wedding that happened. Right. You guys, that was a story. You guys want to move on? You guys want to move on? Let's That's move a story. on. You guys, you guys want to move on? Let's move on. That's a story. On. It's the only story on the show. Legato, Legato and um, and uh, Swerve's faction, I can't think of the name. Hit Row. There's still, there's still some tension there. I don't Those care are characters. That. I don't care for what's going on there. You guys want to move on? <laughs> Let's move on. I just don't care for what that what what they're doing with that either. Do you? Yeah, I do. I think Legato's probably the best trio. Well, they were a trio. They added somebody to the faction recently to to go up against B Fab. But I think they were. 
probably the most interesting group in NXT since Undisputed Era broke I'm up. I'm interested you in know. Swerve Scott as a, as a Diamond Mine. They're building up Diamond Mine with um, Malcolm Bivens, which I've been waiting for him to be on TV for a long time. So to see him have a stable, I think, is exciting, too. There's this guy. There's that guy. There's a lot of people. There's so many people to keep up with. I don't know how you. Yeah, get- it's wrestling, and there's there's four brands just in WWE. Four shows on AEW, and before we even into AAA, MML, NJPW, ROH. There's a lot of guys. I'm just saying that these guys, there's interesting things happening with these guys too. So That's you. What I'm so let's so just to be clear, final review: SUGs into NXT 2.0. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm fine with it. I'll, I'll watch it in the background. That's I don't know if that's what they're going for, but um, you know, it's a thing. Um, yeah, first and also it was one show, so you know, maybe, the maybe they'll. I did not. Maybe like they'll the get. Look, they, maybe they'll lose me. Who knows? It's the one look show, of it did not grab me. I stayed for a little while, saw people I didn't know, having wrestling matches. You guys know me. This is why I don't go to indie shows very often. I don't just want to watch people I don't know having wrestling matches. I admit it. I'm not a purist in that way. I'm not. I'm not. Now I'm excited about Braun Breaker though. I really am. Okay. Maybe no, we'll he didn't show fun. you guys we'll enough. But I am. Next year he'll be a great gun. We'll take him to breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm watching. Um, I'm going to watch NXT 2.0 just the way I'm watching the US Express right now in a uh, Boston Garden uh, house show from 1986. Mage, 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 mage. All right, we got to get to uh, Raw real quick and a little bit of mail because Dip wants to try to redeem himself. Even though there's a lot of hate for him again this week, so it's going to be tough. We're going to see how we do, Dip. We we, we got to do. One, read the hate with the with the good with the bad. So gotta take the bitter with the sweet. Uh WWE Raw last night. Dip, I know already your favorite part was the promo from Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH. Yeah. <laughs> that I I couldn't stop thinking about Dip because listen, obviously it was about Connor's cure, and that's a wonderful thing, and I'm glad they did it. But separate from that, when I just saw that it's Nikki ASH and Rhea Ripley doing a promo together. I'm like, oh my god, this accent combo. He's going to lose his mind. He's not going to be able to get through this. He won't understand. They just, neither of them are polished, polished enough to speak on the mic and uh, in front of a crowd of people. I ca- I can't agree with that. I cannot agree with that. Okay. Rhea is not. Rhea is not. But Nikki, Nikki's definitely w- is. How how Nikki, compared Nikki to definitely who? is, especially com- compared to who she was standing next to. Because at the end of that promo, my only thought was, oh my god, Sh is a superhero. Because Rhea was drowning, and she saved her. Rhea's forgetting her lines. Granted, you hear Nikki well, over the microphone whispering. As you're trying to drag, to as you're trying to drag Rhea Ripley, God is punishing you by by break having your phone break up. Saying she saved her is a very that is a strong representation. She, I thought they were both fine. She, by the way, I didn't like it. wasn't It's not like it was terrible, but it I, wasn't. It was fine. But. You re- you wait. You really think there was like leaps and bounds between Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley on the mic last night? Yeah, you know there I was do. a huge I gap do. there. Like you were like, "Wow, damn it! Give I Nikki do. Ash think, a movie." I think she should the be worst, walking I tall too. <laughs> I think the worse Rhea did, the better it made Nikki look. Especially at that point where Nikki had to jump in and and feed her lines right there. It's like you're dealing with a pro right there. Wow. So now, now you, you know what? In that case. Now you're just you're you're becoming a caricature of yourself. This is sad. Um is it, is it you we all agree that Rhea did awful on the mic. 
last night, right? Can we all agree on that? I, I, he always I, does. The whole, not good on the mic. The whole thing I thought, right. the whole thing I was so, like, I, I, my whole thought was, why are these the two going out there? And oh, mm-hmm. another Telegraph title change. Perfect. So Rhea, I know what's going to happen does, next. Five minute match, title change, done. Rhea does awful on the mic. And also it's a title change that we've we've all been we've all been waiting to happen. I I didn't care. Months now. You you guys had been. I didn't care. Um but we no, those titles need to be rescued. And that also makes Nikki ASH a superhero. She saved Rhea and the tag team titles in the same night. God bless this woman. Send her to the moon. She she belongs on the top. The women's what? division absolutely needs Nikki ASH. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I, the grass is is blue. The sky is green. That's okay. The women's division absolutely needs Nikki ASH. There, there is about some merch. Make a costume. Halloween's coming up. I I wear a Nikki ASH costume. So if you, they make so, it in time for Halloween. So let's I'll go. Wear. Let's go a step further here. You not oh only, you not only think uh, Nikki Ash can save the women's division, you prefer her to Rhea Ripley. Yes, <laughs> yes. Donald Trump won the election. Yeah, that's where you're at right <laughs> I now. I prefer her to Rhea Ripley. Yo, she had SGG, better matches that's with Charlotte. So wild, bro. She had she had better that, matches that with Charlotte. Crazy talk. She had better matches with Charlotte. She did. She performed oh. better last night. She, she said she did not. Better matches with Charlotte. She had better matches with Charlotte. She had the better championship run this year. Stop. She was better last night. What was what was the match with Charlotte that you're remembering as being great? Her match with Charlotte was at SummerSlam. And that was better. Which match was that better then? All the all the matches with Charlotte that Rhea had this year. What about Rhea and Charlotte at WrestleMania last year? That was cool. That was cool. I, I don't know what you watch. I truly don't know what you watch. I, I don't like I, listen, the, the we all agree that the, the Rhea character has not been handled the way we'd like it to be, and she has work to do. But like her physical abilities and what she could be in ring. And by the way, and I don't want to sit here and, and, and Yo, potential beat up Nikki. is potential is No, it's not potential, it's right now. Listen, right now she's a potential. It's like no. it's like right. it's like right comparing now she is not living up to her potential. It's like comparing um you know a, a Trevor Lawrence, like a rookie who you know is phenomenal and know they're not perfect yet, and another young player on the team who's really good and they should be on the team for a while, but they're not Trevor Lawrence. Like that's that's I I, I I'm not saying she's like uh that Nikki shouldn't be a WWE superstar. I like her a lot. I think she's super talented. I think she's a, there's a fun role for her to play there. But I think with Rhea Ripley, you're still talking about someone who could go on to be an all-time great. You've moved at this point. Not not if she not if she keeps stumbling, stumbling through promos like this and stumbling Nikki through ASH matches like she has been stumbling through promos. She can't even. She can it's her accent. It's it's her mic. accent. She speaks English. It's her accent. Oh, I will say this. Okay, SGG, you're absolutely right. Last night, thank you. Hold on, hold on. Thank you. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki Ash in a in essentially what was a PSA did a better job than Rhea Ripley. If that is the reason that you think she's a better superstar than Rhea Ripley, you are out of your mind. Who is contorting now? Because I gave you other reasons. The PSA being the but, most recent one. You list, Hold on, hold on. You argued against what I was saying about the PSA without even hearing it, 
and then heard it and offered a light backtrack. Not a light backtrack. Again, no, no, had, no, not a light backtrack, Greg. It's irrelevant. A it's, a, it's an irrelevant. A, you are you are the contortionist. You are the contortionist. This is it's how is it irrelevant? It's what we were talking about. It's it's literally what got us to but, the conversation. But you're, you're acting we're as if Nikki ASH, night. all due respect, is Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, 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 not she's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, so let's so so I want to give this to you. I want to give you Nikki Fine. Ripley. How about this? Well Nikki ASH delivers a much better. I can't call that a promo, but in this speaking moment, was a much better speaker than Rhea Ripley is. No problem. That does not mean that she had better, more memorable matches with Charlotte than Rhea Ripley did. did. No she one did. remembers them but you. No one remembers those. Who's remembering Yo, those? y'all know what to do, man. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Rhea versus Nikki ASH. We'll Who is the person who's going to fix their Rosenberg, fingers to type me that? Rosenbergbeats Rosenberg at gmail.com. We have to move on. Rosenbergbeats at that gmail.com. That is, I just do. don't, you're, you just. Rosenbergbeats And by the way, the, the, ways that, the, the way that you turn what you care about, like Sasha can't deliver a promo. She's the greatest of all time. Doesn't matter. Uh, Rhea Ripley. No, no. Rhea Ripley can't, can't deliver, deliver a promo. Oh, wait, wait. She should be thrown Sasha, away completely. Sasha can't deliver a promo. She's great because she delivers in ring. Rhea, Rhea Ripley, Ripley doesn't deliver, deliver in ring either. Oh. You don't think she can wrestle either? No, she's she's hit or miss. She's hit or miss. Agreed. Sasha always swings. What she missed? What's Sasha. Rhea? What's Rhea been missing on in ring? What have you not been watching every these past Mondays when they throw her out there? What? Not honestly? No, it's three hours every week. Do I see every match? No. Tell me about the big thing <laughs> okay. I missed. Tell me about the well, thing that I missed that shows that she's a failure in ring. Because that then I want to know. Her feud with Charlotte, she didn't do her part. In what she's way? She's hit or miss. It. She's hit or miss in ring. I again. What do you mean? You're saying things, but what does that Pete, mean? You have to go back and watch the matches because you did the same thing with this promo. So you that can't. We just but you played. can't tell on, me. Wait, wait, wait. She's sloppy in ring. Her timing is off. She looks like she can't keep up pace half the time when she's in there with better talent. She can only hold up when she's in the squash match, smash and, and pound role, which she can't do that with everybody. And that's when she ends up looking exposed when she has to do something else. I, I guess and I you, you literally just did this with the promo, though. You didn't even watch and you defended her, which. Well, no, no. The, Maybe that's being a fan. I don't know. No, no, no. It wasn't. It, but, it wasn't about that. It's that you were making it sound as if Nikki Ash Pete, was something else. To address your to address your point about Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks is bad on the mic. We all agree, but we all agree to also overlook that because she delivers in ring. Rhea's bad on the mic and bad in the ring, and something's got to give. Because even even if it was the other way around, right? When somebody's amazing on the mic. And they're not as great in the ring. We also forgive that, right? We forgive that. In the I, case I do of not the I, listen. Career, I will. We forgive that in the case of. If Cena. you want to send me, if you, you got to have one of them. You cannot. Well, I, well, I disagree you with you. I think she's a fantastic in ring talent. I, she is not a failure in the ring. You she cannot may, be failing. She, on both. Greg, she's not a failure in the ring, and she's so much more compelling as a as a as a legitimate opponent to people than the Nikki Ash character. I'm sorry. I'm Just not, until the bell rings. Just. But until then the what? Bell rings. And then what? And, and then all of a sudden, I become seven, and I dial in, and I'm like, oh, I want to see her be a hero. No, I'm talking about Rhea Ripley, and then the bell. She's compelling until the bell rings, and then it falls okay, apart. Okay, well, so, so you think so? So, so just to be clear, you think Rhea Ripley is an awful wrestler? She cannot wrestle. Yeah, I'm not a fan of her in ring. Well, I just I just disagree with you, and you need to then, I, if you want to follow up, tell me the things that I that I missed the matches where she was awful, awful, because 
every week there are awful things happening. We don't hear about it. Yeah. Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley has, I'm sure, made mistakes and had bad moments and not been great. I've, I've, she's a human being, I'm sure, and she's young and flawed. No problem. But for you to erase any good matches she's had in place of what Nikki A.S.H. has done with Charlotte <laughs> I didn't erase, to me. I didn't erase any good matches. Yours, I'm you said wrestle, to- wrestle, the, the SummerSlam outdid wrestle, both WrestleMania matches, anything she's... How about her Royal Rumble performance? No good great. either. It was, she was in it with she was in it with twenty nine other people. But she was she was there at the end and was and was great at the end. She By the was. way, it's not it's not she easy was. to stand out just because you're with twenty nine other people. In fact, Royal Rumbles create the women's Royal Rumble matches has created some of the most disastrous moments of the last few years. If you want to be honest about it, and Rhea Ripley was fantastic. <laughs> Listen, I'm not putting her in the Hall of Fame yet. I'm not. I think you're doubling down and going further to prove the point. And I think you want to distance it because you are such a super stand for Bianca Belair that I think you want to double down and push Rhea Ripley what? even farther down. Yes, has, that is what is, I believe is, is what's happening. We've been witnessing it since they both emerged on the scene. You did not. You were always anti Rhea Ripley, and now it's coming out. That you are an anti-rip light. That's what's happening. <laughs> Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Here come all the Nick EISH people. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to type on their TI-82 because they're in fifth fucking grade if they're gonna send this email. <laughs> Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. I don't know if your can TI-82 I, has I email. Sp- Sorry. I haven't spoken in 10 minutes. Can I can you I just what, say? By the way, what does it feel like to be me on this podcast? Let me, can I, here, here's what I say. I cannot contribute to this conversation because I will get myself in trouble. You have things so, you feel that will not be well received. I mean, there's no trouble for you to get in. I, I could, I, I am, I am so mad at Greg right now that I, I just, I don't think, I don't think that, I oh, think you, our friendship could end over So this. wait, so you're now, you're now. <laughs> You're now scared of the hate mail that you'll get. You can't start letting yourself no. get shook. No. Yeah, no. But I will to, say. Greg stands in Greg the flames. His takes. Greg, Stand in your truth. Talk. Greg and I have been friends for a long time, and I love Greg. But Nikki A.S.H. could ruin our friendship. <laughs> and by the way, you didn't even seem to disagree with him about some of the things he was saying about Rhea. No, I think she's. Te- I don't think she's a good wrestler either, and she clearly can't speak in ring. She can't talk on promos. She's not good. No, that's two out of three just on this podcast, right. P. She looks, I don't, listen, I will stay, listen, looks, I'm here. She looks the part. She's awesome. Like, her whole yes. presentation is killer. Yes. I really like her presentation. But when yes. the bell rings, she doesn't yes. do much. She puts up the big boot once in a while. Ooh. And she, it's just not there. She's not a great wrestler. She's not exciting in ring at all. The her potential is there. The potential is there, P. I see, but do, but you, Greg, you invalidate your argument with the psychotic fucking take on Nikki Ash. Okay, no, stand don't. in your truth. That's no, great. Come P, down on Rhea Ripley. Come down on Rhea Ripley all you want. But the idea that you turn around, the idea that you turn around and P, then go, no, Nikki Ash. You keep under talking me if you want with your con lawyer bull. But I am telling you, that's but your comparison, comparison is moronic. P, give me no, someone good not. then. You, then give me someone else. To, you, you stand them next to each other. And, and what do you the, see? And the gap becomes of the Grand Canyon when you stand them next to each other. When you look at the matches next to each other, even right there, they were they were trusted to go Kisten Styles on a promo, a, a PSA as you called it, and it was it was it was Kiss and Dipset. 
it just she didn't do her part. Rhea does not do her part. She looks the part, but she does not always do her part. That that assessment, that second part, cool. I I, I think that's a totally <laughs> fair assessment. But when you follow it up with the other part, to me, it's just like go with there's so many other places you could go and it's not even because i think she's not good it's just i guess you know what it is for me maybe i'm just blinded by potential and i'm blinded by what attracts my eyes to like whoa who is that and when they give nikki ash the nikki nikki ash character was something do you remember it was something i you yeah when 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 she was at nxt there was something exciting to her and cool and I, I'm 42 years old. I just am not here for the superhero thing. It just does. So for you to make the comparison, I when I see this badass with this look I've never seen before next to a regurgitated thing that's been happening and never really been liked since the dawn of time in wrestling, my eyes will not allow me to see what you're seeing because I'm so disinterested. Versus someone I'm so interested in that I end up giving a pass. Even you're right. Even if the work's not as good, and I'm giving it too much credit. That that that's what I'll say. So I'm. You could be right. Hey, I'm explaining to you why it, I can't see it that way. You're boiling it down to personal taste. I'm not gonna sit here and call you a psycho and say that your taste is trash or nothing like that. You're boiling it down to personal taste. How can I argue with that? Right. It's it's not for you. Nikki Ash is not for you. And it is for but you. When they just want to be clear. That character they, is for you. That character is for me, especially when they stand her next to Rhea Ripley. See, there you Rhea go again. Ripley you makes won't... her look so good. Okay. On the mic in the hey, ring. You want to make a you want to make a bet right now? You want to make a futures bet? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Okay. You want to revisit where we're at with the Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH characters on September twenty first, two thousand twenty three? So you're giving Rhea Ripley two years to live. To her potential that you see. No, right I didn't now. say that. Live to potential. I just said where they're both at as characters in 2023. Two things. One, the Nikki Ash character will not exist in 2023. God willing, Nikki hey. Ash will be in WWE doing great, but Nikki Ash will not be here. And we'll see what. Oh, Ray so Ripley wait. <laughs> so even if 2023, right? Because remember, let's think. All right, about I'm not doing this anymore. Okay, forget it. I can't deal with you. You're gonna lawyer me to death for the next ten minutes. Okay, you like Nikki Ash? God bless you. No, I, That's fair. Just, you're right. Hold on. It's a taste. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just let me just let me just make it's, sure it's I'm, taste. I know what I'm getting myself into. Let me just make sure I know what I'm getting myself into, right? Because let's use Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks as an example, right? If Becky Lynch had kept her steampunk gimmick and Sasha Banks had kept her boss gimmick today. I would lose the bet because Becky is now the man and the most over woman in the company while Sasha Banks is still the boss. Because if Rhea Ripley's character still exists, but Nikki A.S.H. moved on to something bigger and better that it completely overshadows Rhea Ripley. Oh, well, of course. The Nikki A.S.H. That, that, that's character, fine. Count that then. Yeah, of okay, course. Okay. Then I will take that bet. So you you so just to be clear, future potential. And I will take that bet. So future potential. You like Nikki Ash over Rhea Ripley? Yes. Okay. Dip, you really have to stay out bet. of this, huh? You know, I I don't like either of them. I don't think either of them <laughs> are compelling when they come on the screen. And you don't, I, anyway, I, you don't, I, you don't I, think Rhea, I, and you don't think Rhea has potential anymore either. Uh, I I I don't know. I'm not I'm not into Rhea Ripley as a wrestler at all. She's not one of my guys. I'm not, when she's on the good screen, thing, I'm like, good oh, thing. No. she has a chance to stay in the company. And 
She's one of your guys. She's a direct ticket to God knows where. I just feel like Nikki, you know how I, I mean, I'm not, it's one All of right, the enough, reasons enough. why. Forget it. You I already know how you feel about Nikki A.S.H. I'm shocked to say that you don't think Rhea Ripley has potential anymore. It's, it's amazing no, I, because it's amazing. I, if she showed up down the street, the tune would be very different. If she walked in down the street, she could revitalize the AEW women's division. Everything would get flipped upside down. And, and then yet the blame ends up going on the talent. No matter what, the blame goes on the talent. Notice carefully, and this is the last thing I'll say. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be an a-hole. The last thing I'll say about it is none of the things I have to say about Nikki A.S.H. are about Nikki Ash, the, the person. I do not understand why this character has evolved the way it has. I don't. And we'll see then how that affects her. And yes, separately... I believe the human beings, I believe Rhea Ripley, the person, has more potential in WWE than I think Nikki Ash does. But yeah, nothing we nothing we've said has been about the person either. Like we're not the talking ring about work people. we don't like. The ring work we don't like the mic work. I just That's I'm not I'm against just, her as a person. I'm just so I shocked. I guess the person can work on it, but I'm just shocked to hear that you guys don't think she has potential. That's crazy. I, it's not that I don't she has potential, but Dude, it's everyone is at an all time low. There's no storytelling going on. How many times do I have to say this? You don't. Without you without don't. a compelling story for Rhea Ripley, her giving a big boot in the ring and doing some, you know, some 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 forearm punching is not You're compelling right. to me. You're right. At and, all. and her character doesn't have enough to it right now that I would even know what her story would be. You're right. She looks awesome. Her physique is amazing. She looks imposing and cool. But she's not a great wrestler, and she's not a great on-mic on talent yet. Does she have potential? Everyone has potential. If you put them in a compelling storyline, great. They put Spike Dudley in compelling storylines, and I was interested in seeing him. Facts. No, you're absolutely. You guys are both. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. both both fair points. Um, male. What's up, guys? Love the discussion. This is from Jose. Love the discussion on Big E this week. Kudos to you guys being honest about how bad the entire episode in Cashin was done, while still being happy with Big E winning. Raw's creative is so bad that any one of us could have booked a better story. So that tells us this is a situation where people are desperate and thinking too much. Not only do we have to watch an entire tag team turmoil episode only for it to be ignored the following week, but there was zero story on Big E's cashing. He was trolling Heyman for weeks while he should have been popping up on Raw. There was already a New Day Lashley MVP storyline set up for weeks that could have easily been paid off by Big E defending his boys and cashing in to teach him a lesson. Also, why is a babyface taking advantage of Lashley being hurt? WWE's in a bad place creatively right now. They have the best talent in wrestling, but it's for anyone to argue. I don't know what he's trying to say there. It's for anyone to argue that they are more fun and interesting than AEW. AEW is a breath of fresh air. and We can only hope it rejuvenates WWE. I think it was you, Rosenberg, um, that gave the perfect analogy. WWE is Drake and AEW is Kendrick or J. Cole. Anyway, love you guys. I'm off to Dynamite at Prudential Center. Um... Where the great Don LeGreco will be in, t in attendance. He was. Male. Um, JD says, in defense of Dip, hello, Peter, SGG, and Dip. The email featured in the last episode that attacked Dip was either written by a rival agent or someone who has taken too much ivermectin. First off, comparing his takes to the third hour of Raw is blasphemous considering SGG is the only one who likes three hours of Raw. Second, Never have. You listen to the podcast. Second, this is the same podcast where a certain someone said wrestling was better in the Thunderdome. That's like saying sex is better with a blow-up doll instead of another human. 
Sliced, Never said that. Listen to the podcast. Sliced bread wishes it was the greatest thing since Brian Dipperstein. Wow. <laughs> Dip, you're all. Hey-o. How about now we're having a conversation. Here comes another one. Male. Mark writes Dip Bayless and Stephen A. Statless. <laughs> hey there, Pete. Love the show as always. You do legit build stars. I love one ep for the, and for the record. Uh, as a fellow divorced nerd in his 40s, it's been great seeing you get your mojo back and appreciate you being real with your feels. Anywho, Dip Bayless and Stephen A. Statless. Greg gets a lot of heat for his terrible, terrible takes in this run as a heel, but I do think Dip definitely deserves some attention as well. When those two get heated, I do worry it may come to blows. Greg keeps an even temper. His lawyer grade debate skills help the show a lot, but Dip definitely starts to lose it. Today was me. More love, less hot takes. The world sucks, and while I like some wrestling debate, things get a little ugly between those guys. Don't get me wrong, I love them. It takes a brave man to state an undying love for the barbarian, and I love how much Dip loves wrestling. Greg is the heart of the show, and his perspective is genuinely unique. Mostly, I'm writing this email in hopes these nicknames get used when they start losing, uh, when they start going Looney Tunes, LOL. Take it easy, Mang, and stay mage, Mark. Yeah, Dip Bayless and Stephen A. Statless is... I prefer Stephen A. Gregg, but uh, I do Stephen two A. Gregg. Names is not yeah yeah. Two I first do. names is dicey. I think see I think Stephen A. Gregg is the way to go. You don't need the statless because otherwise it sounds like statless should go with Bayless. You know. Yeah. I right. think you're. I think you're. Um, I like Dip Bayless. So that's Mage, dude. <laughs> Dip Bayless. Yeah, Dip Bayless is it is Mage. Um, how about this? Male. Pete SGG Dipper Fiend. Just so you know how over the great guy gimmick is, my girlfriend, who knows nothing about wrestling, couldn't care less about WWE or AEW, now refers to everyone we know as either great guys or terrible guys after hearing me listen to you guys. She even went (laughs) as far as to post a picture on Instagram from a trip to Joshua Tree saying Joshua is a great guy. Figure you guys would enjoy. Keep on being a trio of great guys. Been listening to you guys for four years now and have enjoyed every second. Stay safe and stay mage. And... I see the picture he sent his girlfriend standing cutely in the desert saying, Joshua's a great guy. <laughs> wow. Wow, that is mage. That is major, dude. What are your thoughts? It's incredible. I mean, m- 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 male. Um, Big E winning the title episode. Hey, Peter, SUG and Dip, big fan of the show and all three of you guys. However, the first time in a while I found myself shutting off an episode not even 30 minutes in. That episode was when you guys were talking about Big E's big victory on Raw to become champion. I was there in the garden for Raw, and I tell you, the pop for E's music to begin the show. What garden for Raw? That doesn't make sense. You mean SmackDown? Has to be SmackDown, yeah. When he was going to cash in and when he finally won the title. Maybe the Boston Garden? Oh, the Boston Boston. TD Garden, yes. Sorry, people don't call that the Garden, bro. That's that's, It's TD Garden. It's not even the Boston Garden. It's TD Garden. Sorry. Um, And I tell you, the pop for E's music to begin the show when he was going to cash in and when he finally won the title showed me what it's like to be a pro wrestling fan again. In the parking garage, there were people yelling his trademark, don't you dare be sour routine when he was in the New Day. New Day's music was echoed throughout the garage, and the cars honked their horns to the New Day Rocks chant. 
It was awesome. Then I listened to the podcast and hearing you and Dip just tear it apart because it didn't go down the way you would have wanted it to go or some things confused you or those feelings of pro wrestling went away. It was just too much overanalyzing the situation that if you were in the garden that night, again, not the garden, no one felt your opinions. No one thought he'll lose it at Extreme Rules or why did they go to a commercial break? But at the end of the day, we all have opinions and I respect each of your opinions. I just want to send you this email in hopes of sparking talk among, among you guys. I didn't mean any disrespect to each of you. I think you're all three great guys. I just wanted to give my two cents on the topic. Have a good one, guys. And let's hope this week, let's hope this is the beginning of a time where our pro wrestling companies throw out awesome episodes of weekly television. Let's try and have an open mindset. And to the point earlier, this is not the email. Sorry, the email's over. Um, Oh, Dip's got to go. Dip has to go. I'm gonna Next week, I'm going to tell the Best Buy story. You oh, guys yeah. are going to love it. Okay, go enjoy the Best Buy thing. <laughs> Um, and we got to wrap here anyways. We didn't even get to talk about Raw this week. We fought about friggin' Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. We we didn't fight. You tried to you tried to bully me. Rosenberg. By the way, by the way, I, you know people like you with your smooth people talking, like me. People pe- like what is what do you mean people like me? You lawyers and the and the smooth oh, talking. What the quote? I am a lawyer. What the? Oh, I guess you're right. Sorry, I, <laughs> I removed the quotes, but lawyers. And you're like, I'm talking calm, so I'm not being an a-hole. I know I'm saying things to get your co- your goat, but look how calm I'm saying it. You're the bad guy. Watch you yell. I've been dealing with this my whole life. I'm the emotional guy on Ebro every day. When I go off the handle, everyone starts laughing at me. Okay, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But you act like you're the good guy. You're the baby face for staying calm. You're not the baby nah, face for staying calm. By the way, you know, ba- you know who else stays calm? Roman Reigns. And you love I'll Roman this, Reigns. Pete. You know what? Neither of y'all are baby faces. How about that? And to this, that Pete. email, let me just tell that guy. Really appreciate the email. You seem like a great guy, but the great bottom. But, but we weren't there. So you told the version of your experience being there, but we weren't there. You have to remember. Yeah, I wish we had that perspective too of like just the. It atmosphere. was the best night ever. I believe you. I'm not doubting that at all. But you have to remember, it's two shows. It's the live show, and it's. And it's TV. I asked the same question about our SmackDown. Was SmackDown great for people at home? Because we thought it was great live, but it's a yeah. different experience. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, guess what? Well, yeah, Black Power Rankings. You have Black Power Rankings? <laughs> I do. I uh, do. Hold on. Oh, where's my damn button? I can't, I can't, even, I can't even promise you it was going to be good. Damn, come on, man. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm running late. Uh, in at number three. I got to throw it to a character from the hit TV show on stars, Heels, Rooster Robbins. Um, the show has, I'm not going to lie, it's been captivating me. I tune in every Sunday. Hmm. I make sure I catch it. And Rooster Robbins, his story arc. He sounds, like a, he sounds as, like a great guy. He is a great guy. He's just looking for an opportunity. And his story arc is emerging as one of the more compelling um, in the series, I know right now it's all about the sibling rivalry between um, Jack and Ace, but this past Sunday's episode, which is building Wait, towards this is a black power a ranking event. for an actor on Heels. Yes, Heels is a wrestling show. It's a show about a wrestling show. Okay. And Rooster Robbins, we're not going to disrespect Rooster Robbins. I I don't even know who black Rooster Robbins, Robbins is yet. I don't even have stars because because you should be too. <laughs> You should you should try to get that to work. I want to watch it. I want to see it, but I'm just saying. Okay, continue. I think you're trolling me. My bad. Rooster Robbins, Alan Maldonado, and then number three, and number two, Bobby Lashley, who lost his championship 
last week, a great win for Big E, and then he came roaring back this Monday. We didn't get a chance to talk about it because we were preoccupied um, with really important with some stuff. other things. I think we, I think we served up a, a, a little bit of entertainment for our listeners. I hope so. Either that or they just but, checked out and gave up on us. But I hope not. But man, did Bobby Lashley come roaring back this Monday? Um, interrupted what was a great six-man tag between the New Day and the Bloodline, and then found himself in a main event between in a triple threat match with Biggie and Roman that I think made them all look strong. Um, Roman got the pin in the six man and the triple threat, but Bobby lost nothing and neither did number one on this week's Black Power Rankings, Big E. Um, you know, he took two losses on Monday, but he looked strong in defeat both times. And I think despite our worries last week that this is the start of a strong, lengthy, memorable WWE Championship run. So in the number one, Big E, who people are speculating he bought the Fugees back. They're going back on tour for the first time in 25 years. Coincidentally, the same week that he uh, debuted some New Day Fuji. I won't gear. say anything to spoil this, but you're right. He did have that score gear. He did. He did. All right, SUG, do me a favor. Take it easy, man. <laughs> Stay to HP. Later. Later. Wrestler in the history of the art form.